Hello friends and what is up? I am Daryl Smart and welcome to Smart Sports Podcast. I hope you've all had a great week so far. In this week's episode of Smart Sport Podcast, I have a local athlete that has somewhat flown under the radar. We're talking about a dual sport athlete at the collegiate level. Port Dover's Jacob Irwin celebrated senior night with his Castleton University Spartans teammates last week and is now set to take a run at top-ranked Norwich in the playoffs this weekend. But that's not all. Before the hockey season began, Jacob helped the Spartans men's golf team to a fourth-place finish at the North Atlantic Conference Championships while finishing second overall himself. He was named to the conference's all-academic team and was a first-team all-star. Jacob? Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, thanks a lot for having me. And uh, for some of the people that don't uh, know your story, to be honest, you're you're one of the more accomplished athletes in Norfolk County right now, or one of those guys, probably the busiest athletes in Norfolk County. You're at Castleton College right now. You play for the men's hockey team. You played for the the golf team, and Saturday night was senior night, and uh, you were one of the players honored. Uh, just with the Castleton Spartans, and we might as well talk about that first. Uh, just to, just because it's probably fresh in your mind, uh, it, it's got to be a pretty pretty big deal for you to uh, just have a senior night and probably having seen them for three years. And what was it like to be a part of? Yeah, um, especially coming in kind of as a freshman, um, watching. I think we had six guys graduate that year, and just. Um, kind of the emotional passion you had with those guys that you'd only known for eight months, ten months, um, and the bond that you built with those guys and just seeing how it affected them and listening to them talk and say, you know, it goes by so quick, you don't realize how four years will go by. And I think that was pretty apparent this weekend, actually, yeah. seeing that we've been there, done it, and four years is pretty much gone or four years of hockey gone anyways. And just looking at those three guys that I got to play with the last four years, we all said the same thing. It goes by so quick. Mm -hmm. Uh, You just, you feel like you just got here and now we're kind of saying goodbye. Obviously we still have some games left, but talking with all the fans, the blue line club members, the freshmen, family it's just crazy to see that four years have come and gone already it felt like just yesterday uh, that's for sure so what was the night like for you and uh, like you said you've seen three of these before and you kind of knew what to expect but did you know what to ex- like having known kind of what to expect did you what, what was the night like for you just uh, on an emotional level were you able like were you able to soak it in or um it's kind of hard to take it for where it is. I don't think it's really said into any of us yet. Especially yeah. The season's not done. Um, and with a win on Friday night, we secured a playoff spot. So I think it gave us a little more time to recognize what was happening. So we into the game. Um, but knowing that we still have games left, it kind of sank in yet because it's, our season's not done, obviously. So we to practice all week. Yeah. But I think once the season officially ends for us, that's really when it's going to hit. So emotionally, it wasn't too bad knowing that, okay, we've got another weekend to go and um, just make the most of it while we can now the playoffs are here. Yeah, yeah. 
And, and of course, like you said, you needed to, you needed the points to for, for a playoff run. And uh, did, did something like that kind of urge you urge you guys on or give you a little boost? You think that night? Uh, I think Friday night was a big night for us. It was a do or die game for us, yeah. and I think we played pretty well. And we knew what had to get done because last year we were in a very similar situation, and we just didn't get the job done. So we knew what had to happen this year. Yeah, I'm glad that the guys kind of brought it together and made sure we got it done Friday night and Saturday night was more of a laid back game, knowing that we had a playoff spot secured. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, you guys played to a tie, I believe. In that game, was it the tie you guys played on Saturday? Yeah, it was a 4 tie. You could kind of tell guys weren't fully locked in. Yeah. We played to the win the night before, but we did battle back. So I think it helps us moving forward into playoffs on Saturday. So just talking about the season, and, the, and of course, you guys uh, played Johnson and Wales from Rhode Island on, on the weekend, and... Uh, what kind of expectations did you guys have heading into this season? Uh, we didn't have a ton of freshmen, so I think we had a quite a bit, or quite high expectations for the season coming in. I think we had ten returners last, or ten um, freshmen from last year, so we had pretty high expectations. Last year, we really struggled as a program, not making playoffs. Yeah, uh, I think it was one of the worst seasons we actually had as a program. So just coming back from that, seeing that we need to step it up. Uh, and I think we definitely did that. We had more wins this year than last year. We beat two ranked teams this year. So we definitely know that the ability is there. It's just a matter of buying in and moving the program forward. Well, exactly. And and yeah. I, I think, I mean, season's not done and there's still expectations we want to fill before the season's done. Exactly. So making playoffs is def- definitely one of our goals in the season. Oh, exactly. And now, when again, like you said, uh, getting more wins, that's what it's all about, right? And yeah, it was tough coming from my freshman year. We had a tough, tough start to the season. And then once Christmas hit, I think we lost one game in the, the remainder or in the last 13, and that happened to be against Norwich in the playoffs. Yeah. So coming off of a season like that, tough to rebound because that season ended so well. Exactly, and uh, and again, you guys have Norwich again uh, Saturday in the in the yep. first round. And uh, what kind of a game plan do you guys have for them? Um, we definitely need to limit the speed and the scoring chances. Or uh, they've always been a very strong program. Yeah. They won the national championship my freshman year. Uh, I believe they went to the final four my sophomore year. They lost in the final last year. And they're ranked number one again this year. Yeah. Uh, they have six games in a row with shutouts. Jeez. <laughs> so just trying to get through that barrier. I think we got to get offense on them. If we get one in, the, in on the goal, we I think that'll be a big boost for us and kind of a uh, take away a little bit of their confidence, especially seeing that we beat them once this year, yeah. which is a pretty big moment for the program. So I think we're in a good spot, and we have nothing to lose. We have to go into that mentality that we have nothing to lose. All the pressure's on them. 
Well, and that's the best way to approach something too. And, and a lot of times that's the best situation for a team. Yeah. Like we're not supposed to win. We're not expected to win. So we yeah. have nothing to lose. And they're the ones that are thinking, okay, we've lost them once this season. We can't let it happen again. And yeah. And uh, just kind of talking about uh, personally, uh, you got 24 games in this year, three goals, seven assists, uh, pretty solid season. And uh, what yeah. what was put on? What kind of expectations did you have for yourself personally? Like, and, and I get the team goals ultimately first and foremost, of course. But just uh, kind of heading in, uh, what was a goal for yourself uh, personally? Um, I just wanted to finish off kind of my hockey career on the, on the right foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, freshman year was a struggle. Sophomore year, I had a good year. I thought I I kind of showed what I could do. Last year, I struggled a little bit again. Uh, not necessarily playing bad, but just kind of on the scoreboard. So that was just kind of a goal for myself to prove that I can do it. Yeah, yeah. And, and prove to everybody else that I can do it. Because I, I've done it before. So just um, that way, kind of on a floor sheet, I would like to, I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it. Uh, but just be a leader, help the, help the younger guys out and show them what it's going to take. Uh, with so little seniors, there's not a lot of upper classes for them to follow. And I think just being there and showing them, giving them advice over the past experiences I have gained is a big uh, proponent to the season. And just helping the younger guys move forward because, as you know, I'm done, but they've got three, two years left, so they need to make the most of it as well. Exactly. Is there any lessons learned from some of the veteran players that you played with? The Just anything that sticks out in particular that kind of st- has stuck with you, especially this season, and that you've passed on to the guys that, that will be doing the same thing down the road? So I guess that would be the ultimate lesson right there is just kind of take it in and and uh, and take advantage of the opportunity that you do have, eh? Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and just go, going on that, might as well talk about your hockey journey as well because, uh, again, just uh, you've got a pretty neat story t- to get to Castleton. And, uh, and again, you played your AAA hockey in Brantford. And then... Yeah. Uh, Played with the Hagersville Hawks and Corvair and Caledonia Corvairs, and then the, you went yeah. to the Northern Ontario Junior League for a couple of years and played with a handful of teams there. And uh, it, yeah. may, would you want to just talk about just about that journey to getting to college? It was definitely an interesting one. Um, I kind of had the idea for a long time. The goal I wanted was to play college hockey. Yeah. 
somewhere and have some sort of scholarship. And I set that um, goal pretty early on. I think that happened probably phantom midget age somewhere in there. Uh, uh, some stones didn't turn over how I would have wanted them to. Yeah. Um, obviously, playing junior C, that's not was not my ideal goal. But I think it was a life like a life lesson that helped me in my college um, or in my hockey career, understanding that sometimes you're not given the hand you want, but if you work hard, good things will happen. Uh, that program helped me. Um, and then just even with the core bears handful of games there gave me that experience. Yeah. And um, not burning any bridges is a big one as well. Well, exactly. uh, even though I thought might not have been the happiest where I was, um, but just battling through it. Go to work every day and give it your effort, mm-hmm. um, and nobody can ask any more of you. Uh, and then I think things started to turn in the right direction for me. That's um, awesome. How, so how did you decide to go to the Northern Ontario Junior League? Uh, so I I did go to a I went to a couple of main camps, summer camps in different leagues. So it started with the CCHL. Mm-hmm. I went to a camp there and was uh, invited to the Carlton Place Canadians for their main camp. Um, their top team in Canada. They always have a really good program there. So I went to that main camp and from there, Elliot Lake was affiliated with Carlton Place. So I was recommended by the Carlton Place coach to talk to Elliot Lake use it as a stepping stone and potentially get to Carlton Place, but that never happened. So just giving that opportunity to play Junior A was pretty special to me. And I got in the league. I enjoyed it. Um, I'm thankful that I was given that opportunity by those coaches to, to grow and move out of Junior C and advance my skills to uh, the Junior A level. What was uh, what was Elliot Lake like? Uh, I I have to ask another person just because uh, I some of us had a cup of tea in that same league in that same town uh, with the Vikings back way back okay, yeah. way back in the Ice Ages. So, what was your experience like in Elliot Lake? I I know it was a pretty unique town when I was there. Yeah, uh, for a small town Southern Ontario kids coming from Norfolk, well, <laughs> Silver specifically. Uh, that eight-hour drive north was different. Uh, I've, I was never in a place like that before. So remote from everything. Half the town spoke uh, French. <laughs> half the town speaks French. Half the town is probably over the age of 60. Yep. And there's not a lot to do. Yep. You're in the middle of nowhere. You need this big city or driving for two hours minimum if it's not snowing. Yeah. Uh, but I made a lot of great relationships in that town. Nice. That I, I still have. Uh, first time living away from home, and I learned a lot there. Nice. Uh, my billets were awesome. Uh, they were like grants, a second set of grandparents to me, and I, I appreciate everything they did for me. But I think it was a big life learning uh, experience. Cool. When you move out of the house the first time, you've got a lot of growing up to do. How old were you and at the time? I 
believe I would have been 19, yep. 18, 19, somewhere in there. Yeah. But the first time away from your parents, and I don't mean 20 minutes down the road, you're eight hours away. Yeah, yeah. So you grew up in a hurry, and you learn how to be an adult. And again, like I said, some of the relationships and friendships I've made are still blooming. I have a lot of friends back there, and that's one experience I can, I'll never take back. And I'm really glad that I was given that opportunity there. That's awesome. And uh, and then from Elliott Lake, you played in Cochrane for the Crunch and then the Powassan Voodoo. Yep. And uh, finally, the Iroquois Falls uh, Eskimos. And yep. when did uh, when did the, you start talking to Castleton? Um, I believe that would have been right near, I'm going to say, the first half of the season with Iroquois Falls. So probably yeah. around November is when I started talking to all the teams. Uh, I was talking to a few different teams at the time, and then I committed to Castleton early. I believe it was February-ish mm-hmm. when I finally decided to commit to Castleton for four years. Did you get any advice from uh, any anyone close to home about uh, just uh, the school and everything? I believe Thomas Shelley from Waterford actually went there as well. So, Yeah, so a funny story is um, <laughs> Stuart Stephan, yeah, I believe he's from. The, I'm not sure where he's from. He's from Norfolk, I believe. Yeah, he's somewhere. from Delhi, I yeah. believe. Delhi. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, I trained with him when I was like 13 or 14 with my first trainer, AJ Nagy. Yeah, yeah. And I, I remember training in the gym, and I believe it was Stewart. And I remember asking who he was. He said, "Oh, he plays at Calhoun University." Okay, whatever that is. Oh, it's a school <laughs> in Vermont. Okay, cool. No big deal. And then, fast forward a few years, I tried to skating with um, Thomas Shelley. Yeah. <laughs> and I worked with him every summer, or for a couple summers, working with Rick Kowalski and Simcoe. Yeah, yeah. And I worked one-on-one with those two guys a lot. Dwayne Wilson was there, and there was, probably, there was us four, a couple other AAA hockey players. Yeah. And find out, oh, he goes to Gaston University as well. <laughs> and it just happened that Castleton was a school I was looking at. I asked for some advice and comment. Uh, I didn't know Stuart, so I didn't really talk to him about it. But yeah, yeah. Tommy Shelley definitely recommended it. And it's just funny that it worked out the way it did, that the three of us from Norfolk have all come here. <laughs> exactly. Three totally different coaches um, at three totally different times. And a small school in Vermont. And three Norfolk kids have gone there. That's pretty it's cool. Kind of funny how it all worked out. That's for sure. And it, it, this is a perfect way to segue in. And how did the golf factor in? And, uh, and of course, we'll we'll talk more about uh, your golf accomplishments at the school. But uh, it, being a part of the men's golf team as well, how did that turn about? Uh, so that happened when I came to visit. Actually, um, <laughs> so we, we had a different coach here that recruited me and uh, so he left right before I actually came here but got to talking to him I think he coached the introduction to golf class here and I was like <laughs> no oh way. golf like that, that that'd kind of be cool to play I mean I played a little bit in high school I've worked at a golf course since I was 13 years old so I've always been around yeah, yeah. the game 
and I just said, hey, what is a chance I could play golf? Um, because I think it came to too that when I toured Iowa State, there was talk about the uh, guys on the hockey team there. A lot of them played on the club golf team because it's Division One, so yeah, yeah. they weren't capable of playing Division One. But the coach there said, oh, a lot of guys play golf in the spring. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, oh, oh that'd kind of be cool. So when we <laughs> came here, I reached out and said, hey, anyway, I could talk to the golf coach. And I actually visited or met with the golf coach on my tour for the hockey team. And it just kind of went from there. He put me in contact with the captains of the golf team. And they explained to me what happened. And it just worked out that I could play a couple tournaments. I, I had no expectations other than I wanted free golf and free practice. <laughs> and that's what it started as. And I... You'd be able to shark everybody in the summertime, right? When you come home. Exactly. I just wanted to play at the local country club and get a free couple tournaments if I could, and it turned out to be much more than that. <laughs> That's awesome. So your first year, and then for well, and again, four years go by, and this year you had a monster season. Your team uh, finished fourth at the North Atlantic Conference Championship this year. And you yep. were in a tie for second overall, so pretty, yep. ama- pretty amazing season. Uh, was that your best season uh, out of the four years? Yeah, definitely. Um, with the program I'm in, it was difficult to play golf and hockey because of all my clinical hours. Mm-hmm. I get the hockey season off, but unfortunately, we're only allowed to technically play one sport. Yeah. So hockey was my priority. Golf just kind of got the back seat so I could play when I could my coach is fine with it yeah yeah just come out whenever you can no big deal and if you're getting second at the championships I think you're all right with that yeah so (laughs) second year third year I wish I got to play a little bit more yeah Uh, I I actually played quite a bit my third year but this year I mean golf has become pretty important to me over my four years yeah it's definitely been uh, whirlwind of an adventure, but it was by far my best season. I think I included my stroke average by four or five strokes over the season. That's incredible. And it was wow. kind of nice, again, to prove to myself I can do it. Yeah. Coming from the background of never playing competitive golf, my first, I guess, real stroke play tournament came at my first college event. Mm-hmm. So it's taken a little while to get used to the pressure of a stroke play tournament when every shot matters. Well, exactly. And, and again, uh, you're the North Atlantic conference, all academic team as well. So mixing in academics and just being able to mesh in academics and athletics and two sports says a lot about you. What, what are you taking at school? Uh, so I'm currently enrolled in athletic training and health science. Nice. So I have a double major here. So again, uh, pretty heavy duty stuff to academically yeah. as well. Right. And, what do you think you learned uh, j- just by having to to do the two and or do the three, actually, besides obvious time management and whatnot? Um, yeah, time management was a big one. Yeah. Prioritization was definitely a big one, knowing what's important, when it's important, and just trying to fit it all in. Um, I've always been that kind of person where I need to keep busy on my toes. Yeah. I found that during breaks or things when it's a kind of a lull. Yeah. You really take advantage. You do a lot of couch sitting, 
on the TV wall. <laughs> it doesn't come often. But then schoolwork doesn't get done because you're just so excited with being able to sit and uh, do anything for a little bit of time. But oh, exactly. Having everything there keeps you on your toes and keeps you honest with what's going on. Because, you know, if school starts lacking, well, you don't get to play the sports. So if you want to keep playing the sports, you have to put in the schoolwork. Exactly, and uh, so what? Uh, what do you think? Uh, fondest memory, I guess, uh, from golf. Uh, we, I asked you about it uh, with hockey. I might as well ask golf because uh, there's obviously a lot there too. Yeah, uh, golf turned out to be a lot more than I expected it to be. Uh, again, like I said, I joined just to get free golf, and it turned out to be so much more than that. Uh, but relationships here that golf has brought to me. Yeah. Um, members on the team here I I hopefully will be back in the summertime to play some tournaments with a couple of members that's awesome the golf coach is unbelievable he's like another baller figure to me mm-hmm. and we've built quite the bond over the last four years and again I can't thank him enough for all the opportunities he's given me since I've been here I hope they continue that relationship to keep growing it over the years yeah, yeah. I'm gone from school. That's awesome. And that, and that says a lot about him as a person as well, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, one of the nicest guys I've ever met. Um, like I said, just like another father figure, my parents come down. He's the first one to greet him. Nice. He always asks how my family's doing. And uh, it takes a special person to be like that. Yeah. And really recognize myself and my family as people rather than just an athlete or just another person. That's awesome. So, I mean, I know a lot. We have got a couple kids on the hockey team that play golf, and they all say the same thing about him, that yeah. he's a great person and he really cares about everybody. Wow, that's so awesome. Uh, and, again, uh, it's, it's probably a lesson that you'll learn and uh, well, that you have learned and that it will carry you on the rest of your journey to whatever it is. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. So uh, would you, pretty safe to say that uh, obviously hockey has been the passion, but do you think uh, golf has kind of turned into more of a passion for you? Yeah, I get this question kind of all the time, like, yeah. oh, how's hockey going, how's golf going? And I came in as a hockey player as my main priority, and it, although I'm still playing hockey, it, it kind of switched. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still love hockey for the game and still continue to play it, but golf has really become a passion of mine. And it's kind of weird how tides are in that way. You come in <laughs> for some fun, and all of a sudden, what you want to kind of focus on. Well, exactly. In the summers and stuff. When do you think it uh, kind of changed? Uh, I, it's hard to give a timeline, yeah. but probably somewhere in the middle. One, I mean, it might have even been after my freshman year. Uh, yeah. Hockey didn't go the way I expected it to. I only played a handful of games, which I'm a freshman to be expected, but I just didn't enjoy it like I thought I was going to. And the golf, I made some really close friends there that were seniors. They've graduated now, but again, my coach, he just made it enjoyable. He made it, made it, uh, made guys want to be there. Yeah. And just have fun with it. Forget the results and all that. Let's go have fun. Do your best, and the results will come. Do you and think, I think that's how that 
program has been horrifying. Yeah, exactly. Do you think that that kind of mindset had kind of helped your hockey along? Um, what do you mean? Is in like just, kind of just go have fun? Yeah, just kind of that the the mindset that the, your golf coach had kind of instilled in you, and just to kind of go for it and just go with it and have fun. Yeah, um, specifically this year, I think. Yeah. In the past, I mean, hockey has always been my number one, and just emotions run high when it comes to hockey. Yeah, I think a lot of hockey players know that highs and lows. And there's just a lot of care there um, by hockey players, and you grow with the mindset. Okay, it's just for fun. Let's go have fun, but quickly turns into okay, let's do something right here. And emotions run high, but this year I really focused on, and I still have fun. Let loose from the last year, so you might as well have fun while you can. That's awesome. So, what's next for you after uh, after school is all done? Uh, unfortunately, but fortunately, I will be back here for another two years. <laughs> um, I just found out today that. I've been accepted in the graduate program. Oh, that's uh, awesome. Congratulations, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. So I'll be back here getting my master's for two more years, and I'll be the assistant strength and conditioning coach here uh, for all the varsity teams. Oh, man. Well, so that's I'll, be, a, I'll be back. Wow, that's an awesome portfolio. And, uh, and again, that's going to go a long, long way. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm getting pretty excited to or, or, I mean, I need to finish my undergrad first, but... Yeah, but uh, but, uh, but to kind of see what what kind of goes into fruition after uh, after your undergrad, that's uh, it's got to be pretty uh, fun to see. Yeah, and coming as a freshman, knowing, okay, yeah, I think I want to study this. You see a lot of people drop out of the program here yeah. because it's not what they expected. Their classmates change ideas. Some guys are going pro hockey some guys like myself are just be okay well the journey's done what are we going to do now yeah and i know some of my roommates are still like we graduated three years or three months and we have no idea what we're doing <laughs> so yeah it's funny to see how it all hands out for everybody oh, and again that says a lot about yourself you're already looking to to the future for yourself right yeah that's awesome. Just down the road after that, is that something that you'd want to pursue? And again, just be a part of a, a sports team or an athletic program like that? Yeah, so that was kind of my first intention was yeah. be involved as an athletic trainer, athletic therapist, and be more of a uh, sideline trainer. That's awesome. Uh, but that kind of change, I'd like to be in a strength room or in a weight room. Uh, and be on kind of the rehab side of it as well. Yeah. Stay involved with the sports, maybe not as directly as I anticipated, like on the bench, but yeah. kind of be in the background and, and help in that way. That's awesome. Well, Jacob, thank you very much for uh, joining the podcast. I really appreciate it. it great chat, man. Thank you very much for having me and have a great day. Yeah, you too. And uh, good luck this weekend against Norwich and, uh, Hope you shock them. It'll be fun to see and let that let that hockey journey continue on for one more week. Yeah, and I think we're in a good position to do it. It would definitely make the senior year uh, successful one if we beat Norwich this weekend. 
That's for sure. Well, thank you very much for joining the podcast. I really appreciate it, Jacob. Thanks, Bob Darrell. Shoutouts. The first shoutout goes out to our local Special Olympians. Beginning Monday, Simcoe Special Olympics has four five-pin bowlers and one figure skater competing in Thunder Bay at the Special Olympics Canada Winter Games. Good luck to Carissa Hammond, Caitlin Ferguson, Jason Gordy, and Kendall Steinhoff, as well as Coach Karen Hayward in bowling. And good luck to figure skater Taylor Bennett. Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much for listening. It really is appreciated. Make sure to go over to the Smart Sports Podcast Facebook page for more local sports news, photos, and video. And make sure to like and share a post so we can continue to make Smart Sports Podcast the place for all things local sports. Thanks for listening. I am Daryl Smart, and I will talk to you later.